All right, look like we are ready to go. Look like we are live. Look like everything is good. Oh, let's see. Make sure everything is straight. Okay, yeah, we are good to go. All right, this is going to be first in frame rates, episode 220. Myself, DJ81. Bill's fourth should be here shortly. Uh, I just noticed I am at view number 4,000 on Twitch. That's pretty cool. 4,000 unique people has came across my channel. Not too bad for starting this channel back up again uh, in, in mid-December. And I uh, finally, you know, got it moving a little bit. But um, other than that, everything is good. Uh, let's go straight into the intros. Today, we're going to talk about NFL free agency. There's pretty much everything that we're going to talk about today. Mostly that, because nothing else has been going on throughout the weekend or um, throughout the week in general. So let's get right into it. DJ, how have you been, bro? And I've been good. It's been been a relaxing weekend. I've uh, just been playing playing my games. I actually just on the surprise. Oh yeah, caps scored. And um, just on the gaming tip, uh, playing. I, I was playing some Madden, and uh, I, I attempted to do the franchise one last time. I can't do it. I, I couldn't do it. it the the attention to detail with the injuries just kills me every single time. This is to me that has been on a level of NFL 2K, ESPN 2K5's trading logic as far as immersion buster. So I wound up rage quitting the game, the the whole game, and rage uninstalling the game today. Earlier so, so y'all know y'all know what that means. If y'all want to watch Madden, y'all need to come over to my channel. I'm still running the franchise over here. So DJ gave up one last time. So I'm still running. I'm in year two. Got Trey Lance going. Derek Carr's been fired. He, he's been moved on. So y'all can go I, check that out. I, I tried. I, I, I honestly tried. I tried to give it one more shot. It was looking promising. Got through the preseason. Was playing a regular season game, but then all of a sudden. Bruce sternum number one, Bruce sternum number two, uh, elbow injury that leads into Bruce sternum number three. Like, come on! How, how you get all those injuries in, in the preseason? I, I, I've, I've had that no, many injuries. No, this happened in a in a single game in a regular. That's season. what I'm saying. Like, how you get that many injuries? I have it up to thirty nine. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. How did you get that many? It's like I went through a whole season in like three games and I only had like four people injured on my team total, which which kind of makes sense when you're, you know, throughout a season. I don't know, but, but I that whole injury thing, the fact that, okay, yes, I get the injuries, but I don't get the fact that I get the like I tried another time with franchise mode and i got the same i got dislocated shoulder dislocated shoulder it's like repetitive injuries the, the same, same type game. right and it's just like come on we need a wear and tear system in this game period right I don't right care what they i don't care what else they do with madden 22 they could put like the cba in there if they don't have wear and tear injury health of uh, whatever as far as the players are concerned that game is dead in the water I got you. I got you. Rant all right, on over. My, all right, on my <laughs> end, I've been. Uh, I did a Monday retro stream. Was pretty fun. Played some uh, Ninja Turtles. Uh, Hyperstone Heist. Played that. Beat that in one sitting. That's pretty cool. Um. Also, uh, I have a few other games I've been wanting to play down the pike. I got kind of got a little um schedule that I want to do now. Like right now, I'm going to be doing mostly uh. Um, Monday's going to be the retro streams, you know, Tuesday obviously will be here. Thursday's obviously going to be here. 
Wednesday, I'm still debating if I'm going to stream on Wednesdays. I don't know yet. If I do, it'll probably be more um it, it'll probably be more of the sports genre or RPG. I don't know yet because I still have some RPGs I want to play. More likely to lean towards the sports. And Friday, I'm gonna be doing the fighting games. Now, Saturday and Sunday, if I'm not busy, that'll be like the streak the way I just do a whole bunch of sports games. So that's kind of like how it is. Uh, I plan on probably taking um at least one of those dates uh completely off because uh, saturday is probably going to be the day that i'm actually uh doing the second podcast that i'm going to be doing i'll be talking about that later on this week so um it'll probably be like the saturday that um i'm actually uh that i'll probably be streaming or early sunday morning so um other than that i kind of got it down i don't know what the wednesday is going to be like yet but uh, other than that i kind of got a pretty good schedule also i want to thank everybody who's been supporting the channel lately uh, a lot of people have been doing a great job not only just with the channels also um people who've been supporting uh the patreon and uh the facebook um group if you guys haven't already it's not a facebook group; it's a facebook page if you guys haven't already go over there and check that out like that there's going to be some content over there very, very shortly. Probably going to be triple streaming on all three platforms, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook gaming. So we'll work on that. All right. Other than that, let's just get right into it. There's no nothing else to really talk about. Um, let's look into this uh, free agency. A lot has been going on. You had the, uh, the Patriots been trying to make a lot of moves. You've seen some other teams. I really haven't been catching up on everything that's been going on because I've been working. So I'll, I'm just going to go through this whole list I got here on ESPN.com and whatever's out there, I guess I'll stop and talk. DJ, you've been watching it more than I have. So um, just give us a quick rundown on what you know so far. Okay, what I know so far is that it's clear it's clear to me that New England is triggered over Tom Brady and the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl because all these signings, they signed two top-end tight ends as far as what, that were available in the free agent market. They signed Nelson Algalore. Um, I think they also just recently signed an, a linebacker, I believe. I Right, that team is definitely triggered by Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. It's as clear as day. Um, and they're still going to fall flat in their face with all that. Um, let's see, what else? I know Washington. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I like the aggressiveness that they're doing, though. I like that because they, they have it, – it makes it seem like they have something to prove because Tom Brady left, and I do like the aggressiveness. That, that That's pretty cool, but I, I don't know – what? What's going to come about it? I don't think much because they just signed uh, Cam Newton again. So, I mean, I don't know. But it's going to be actually interesting to see how that plays out. But the, but the thing is, and I know Bills would say this, where was this energy when Brady needed it in New England? That's uh, that's probably what Bills would say right about now. If Because, you know, this level of aggressiveness we've never seen from uh, New England. Ever. Well, I mean, when, when you have stuff happen like what happened last year, I guess you have to switch things up because it's easy to say that, you know, when, you know, basically you went to the Super Bowl, what, uh, nine out of 19 or nine out of, you know, 18 years. You know, it's hard to really make that, you know, that argument. Like, why? where was this aggression when you were constantly winning? But I Whoa. guess when you get, you get punched in the mouth and, and, and now you you really don't have nothing and you don't have possibly the greatest quarterback of all time, maybe now you need some weapons. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's the only reason why I could say, like, but the didn't reason why I'm so aggressive. But didn't half that team opt out this past season? 
So, <laughs> I mean, even if they did, the team just wasn't good regardless. I mean, they didn't have a good team once Brady left, so it didn't matter who opted in or opted out. They probably went up with the same result. Yeah, but there were years, even when Tom Brady was there, that they needed to be aggressive, and they chose not to be. And that, it, I, I, it, no, it I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing Brady with that. I, I know you're not disagreeing. I'm, I'm just voicing that opinion because, like I said, we're right now we're missing a person. I think he would say this. Yeah, I, I know. I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing or anything, but it's just it's just mm-hmm. hard to make that argument when you were in the Super Bowl half the time that quarterback was there. I mean, literally half of his career in New England, you were in the Super Bowl. Now, I don't even know how many times he was in the AFC Championship or even a divisional round, but um, I mean, you were like at least deep in the playoffs pretty much every year he was there. So, like being aggressive would be great, but I mean, when you look at the results of what actually happened during that time, it's like. I get it, but look at y'all's success at the same time. It's like, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I totally understand it. But I think once Brady is gone, now you, you're going to have to. You, you're not going to be able to pick up another Tom Brady. So you're going to have to get, like, weapons. And like I like, like I said, I like the aggressiveness. It, it's, it's really interesting to see how they're flipping around after, you know, you know Tom Brady leaves. Uh, let's see what else we have. Oh, um, um, let's see. What else was going on? Uh, we had a Dallas backup go to Chicago, uh, signed a one-year deal. That was uh, what's his face, the red herring. Uh, forgot his name. He got knocked out in the game. He's on Andy Dalton. Uh, yeah, Andy Dalton. Yeah, he uh, signed a one-year. I think a one-year deal, thirteen million with uh, the Bears. Yeah, I'm about to look. I'm about to see it now. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, so I just pulled this up. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton, one-year deal. What in the – oh, hold on. The ESPN is acting up. I think it's trying to uh, update, update at the same time while it's I'm watching a, it's it. A, it's a live tracker. Yeah, I'm saying it's trying to update the same time I'm watching it, so it just it just went like haywire on me. It's one of the downfalls of having a live tracker, something like this happens. Because yeah. uh, oh, when I was looking oh. at the Andy Dalton, when I was looking at the Andy Dalton thing, then it, it just it just updated. Um. Along with that, Tampa Bay's resigning their own, so they brought back both their linebackers. Good cap scored again. That's Ovechkin on the. That's board. good. Shaq Barrett got four years, sixty-eight million dollars. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty Levante good. David was resigned. Yeah, Levante he signed back. I remember seeing that too. Uh, trying to figure out who. Uh, well, we we knew Brady got an extension, so. Yeah, he got uh, an extension. Yeah, uh, Andy not- Dalton had Andy Dalton got a one year, ten million dollar deal no, with the Bears. I thought his was higher. Mm-mm. It's it's ten million with three three million in incentives. Are you sure? Because yeah, Chris, I'm looking right at it. It says the base got that same. I'm looking right at it. I'm looking right at it. It says agreed to a one year deal, ten million dollars with the chance for the quarterback to earn another three million in incentives. See, okay, so we're basically saying the same thing. You and your you you detailed the, the incentives. I just lumped it all together because right. more likely he's gonna get it. That's like, actually not a that's actually not a bad deal for the for the uh, Bears. I mean, Andy Dalton's actually not a bad quarterback. He was just thrown in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not saying that he'll be able to do wonders for the Bears, but mm-hmm. if if he can get a little bit of protection. I mean, that's almost with any quarterback, but if you get a little bit of protection for Andy Dalton, he, he's serviceable. He'll probably get you seven wins. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, just you shrug your shoulders at that. Obviously, Dak Prescott went back to Dallas. Matt Milano went to the Bills. 
Darrell Williams signed with the Bills. Cam Newton, five, he got a one-year deal, uh, $5.1 million with the Patriots. That is very low risk for the Patriots. Very low risk. Get a one-year deal for $5 million. You know what? What was I thinking? I should have been at Sports Track the whole entire time. That's the site you want to go to for this NFL tracker. You don't Why have to worry. Because it, lo- it, it gives you is the it- contract right then and there. It does <laughs> Yeah, this let me let me let me give you the all right. Let's the see. Link. So this is a lot. This, this, better. Let's talk about this Cam Newton deal real quick. One year, five million, very low risk because they don't have to worry about um, paying him too much. He's still on the iffy side as far as his production, but even if he doesn't produce, I mean, five million dollars is five million dollars. But for a quarterback, that is a very very you know that that's a very very good deal for New England. I'm I'm kind of wondering with Cam Newton, he probably wouldn't have got another deal anywhere else, and that's that's probably why they were able to get him at that that rate. Anybody in the chat who wants to um chime in on that, please let me know what you guys think about that because I I'm, I'm thinking that he would not have been able to get a deal anywhere else. Okay. Uh, Dolphins yeah, trade. Dolphins trade Shaq Lawson to the Texans for Bernard uh, Bernard Bernardrick. That's a weird name. Bernardrick McKinney. Uh, I don't have nothing to say about that. Aaron Jones is back with the Green Bay Packers. That's good. Um, Kevin Zeitler with the Ravens. That's good. They need. They, I mean, any offensive line can help for that. Three years, twenty-two million. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, Corey Davis uh, went from Tennessee to the Jets for. Yeah, I was years. about to get. Uh, I, I'm. Just, yeah, I was just going in order. I was about to get to that. Let me pull up the sports track. Yeah, you there. need to because we can go down and we can actually sort it by position. Ooh, I, I see what you're saying. This is this is good for the numbers. No, 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 no. But everything's readable right in front of you. You. Yeah, but that. Just... Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, the numbers are readable, but it's like I'm looking at like the actual. I'm gonna show you what I'm looking at. I'm really I, I, I didn't understand, but it's like when you're trying to read and, and, and go at the same time, it doesn't give you like what team came from and two and no, it's not, it's not that. I mean, I got that, but it's just that's more of a what you call it. I'm just saying, you're going, you're going up and down the list. I'm like, this would give you a list, right? No, there. no, I, I get what you're saying, but this is more of a a, a spreadsheet, and I, I really didn't want to do a spreadsheet. Okay, well, I'm operating off a spreadsheet. Yeah, I mean, I got both oh. of them up, but it's just I'd rather I'll, I'll look at that when I want to look at the like the totality of the the actual contract. Where did I leave off at? There we go. Shaq Barrett going to the Bucks. Brandon Graham is working on an extension with the Eagles. That's interesting. Let's see, Dav- let me see. Dalvin Thomason went from the Giants to Minnesota for a two-year, twenty-two million dollar deal. Uh, that looks like that was an extension. This oh, this okay. Lions one, the, um, mm-hmm. he's staying. Uh, Romeo Aquar. He's going. He's staying with the Lions three year, thirty nine million. What is what was his production like? Because for uh, three year, thirty nine million. Here we go. He was number ten in sacks last year. Mm-hmm. Thirty. He had a thirty uh, second in solo tackles. Yeah, I can see them signing him for that. Uh, I can see that he's only twenty five. That that's a pretty good deal. That's a, that's a good deal for them. Okay. Twenty five get three year deal. He had ten sacks last um, year. That that's not bad. I don't see anything that really um anything that really stands out outside of the ones we just talked about. You know, you got the Corey Davis deal, yeah. obviously. 
Um, okay, J- it, yeah, J- uh, Jameis Winston uh, just re- he resigned for one one year. See, this uh, what I'm. This is what I got a, a, a problem with. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston signs for one year, but they just gave this dude, um, what's his name, uh, Taysom Hill, like a four year, hundred something million dollar contract. I mean, it's all avoidable, but still. Yeah, they basically they-, they basically restructured his contract because of the whole set. I guess the sole salary cap thing. That's and like think, really weird how they did that. I don't, I don't, I don't know like the yeah, whole ins and outs of that. It's That's the just same, weird. It's, it's the same type of deal that Washington and Dallas got in trouble for during an uncapped season when the CBA ran out, which is bullshit. Got you. The Saints can get away with it. How come, you know, Washington and and Dallas who, who did it, it it was legal. They basically were penalized based off a of gentleman's agreement by the owners, in which I guess. Jerry Jones and and Daniel Snyder did not agree to it. Scott Smith, I'm thinking he's talking about um, Andy Dalton. He said, I think he would. He's still starting caliber QB. He just needs someone to throw to. Uh, could be mm-hmm. wrong if he's talking about him. Please come back and let me know who you talk, which quarterback you're talking about. Andy Dalton is not a bad quarterback. I think he's just had a bad couple of years. Overall, his, his, his career is actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. What else did I see? Yeah, you did talk about the Panthers signing Chris Manhurts. I know you talked about that. Okay. And um, the Patriots, oh, not the Patriots, but the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Talking about they might sign a running back James they White. About Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton's already signed with the Patriots. Yeah. But the the Bucks are thinking about signing James White at running back. So if they do that, what does that mean for Leonard Fournette? Makes you think about that. Well, a lot of us before the Super Bowl knew ahead of time that it was possible that Fournette, if they were going to have a breakout game, it was going to have a breakout game playing for possibly a trial on another team. Right, so, but I'm just saying the fact that they're looking at James White now, what does that I mean? Is the is it inevitable now? Because if they was going to sign him, they would have, I think there would have been talks. I mean, if they were really thinking about signing him, they probably wouldn't have been talking to James White. That's what I was. That's what I was saying. Well, it's we're saying again. We're saying the same thing. It's just you're talking about in the moment right now versus what we were talking about beforehand, knowing that there's a possibility they could be looking at somebody else. Now we have a name of somebody that they're looking at. I think I think if, if they get into more talks, I don't think that uh, Leonard Fournette's going to get signed. I think it, he's going to walk because I mean I, I'm pretty sure with Gronk and and Brady, they already have familiarity with James White. Probably more than they do with Leonard Fournette. Don't get me wrong, Leonard Fournette is a beast. Like Clemary Sports said, he's a top five running back. I mean, James White is Brady and Gronk's. Well, most likely, it's Brady's boy. He's probably going to be wanting to want him more than he has Fournette. So um, that that probably be um, a done deal. Uh, what's up, Tadal? How you doing? He said it looks like the Patriots are trying to spend money this year. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Absolutely. And Scott Smith said he was talking about Cam Newton, but quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Cam is a good quarterback. My only problem with Cam is Cam just, he's not as accurate as he should be. That's my only problem with Cam. If Cam would stop overthrowing people, he'd be one of the best easily. Well, I think this year he'll have the weapons because, like I said, uh, I know one of of their main uh, weapons, Edelman, he was hurt, but then they had another one that opted out. So if you get Aguilar in there, you get an upgrade. Then they get like three three receivers or something like that. Let me look at that list. They got Aguilar, Corey Davis, and somebody else. I'm trying to pull it. Here you go. Patriots sign right here. 
They got Aguilar. Yeah, they got Kendrick Bourne. They they signed him too. Yeah. So So they got Nelson Aguilar, Corey Davis, Kendrick Bourne, and they got two tight ends, Hunter Henry Henry and John Smith. They got some weapons. Jalen Mills actually went over to the Patriots as well. Corey Davis was with the Jets, not not the Patriots. Oh, I don't know why I keep thinking Corey Davis went to the Patriots. Okay, he went to the Jets. Okay, my bad. Mm -hmm. So they did sign two receivers, and they got two tight ends. And okay, not too bad, not too bad. Let me see who else I want to see. I'm, Obviously, I'm basically oh, trying to focus on people who went to new destinations because, of course, there are a bunch of resigns in here. Um, Yannick, Yannick, um, did he resign? No, he left the. Oh, Baltimore. that's right. Um, uh, Jalen Mills signed with New England. Yeah, he signed Philly. with New England. It was, right. He was kind of like a, 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 a had a dual position. He was like safety slash corner. I think they're gonna probably try to use him at safety. Yeah, that's uh, what they have him listed as. So you're right. Um, yeah, Yannick left Baltimore. He's playing with Las Vegas now. That's gonna be interesting because they they need help on that defensive line since Cleveland Farrell did not pan out. Him on the other side of um, Max Crosby gonna be actually pretty interesting. There's a bunch of people that last year signed a one year deal that moved on to different teams. I know we just, I know Washington just lost two players. Uh, Ronald Darby, I think we lost Darby to the Broncos, and we just lost uh, Kevin Pierre Lewis to the Texans. Oh, wow. Okay. So Darby, he performed very well this past season. And, but the thing is, we already have a number one corner in Fuller. So I think he was looking for, you know, being the best on that team, even money wise. And he wasn't going to get that full of money. So they, and I'm sure they talked, they tried to come to some compromise and it didn't work. Um, And then Kevin Pierre Lewis, I think there was already talks even through certain press conferences, Ron Rivera was looking to move on from him. So, all right, wait a minute. Did uh, so what does this mean? I got a question. What's up? What does this mean for um Carson Wentz? Joe Jacoby Brissett just got traded. Well, he got. No, I don't know if he signed. got traded or he okay. went to Miami. He went to he's he signed with Miami. That yeah, was- he signed with Miami. So who's going to be the backup over there? That's going to be pretty interesting. It doesn't matter. He's an unquestioned starter now. Now he doesn't have to look over his shoulder like he was doing in Philly for really no reason. <clears throat> so it's just – I'm like with Jacoby Brissett, that's, that's kind of, that's, I knew that situation was screwy. So once they got Carson Wentz, I was like, damn, this dude gets screwed out of a chance to start once again. <laughs> so it's just like he goes to Miami – to where he and they they haven't even settled whether they want to stick with uh Tua, which is that's a crazy situation in itself. Tua Tua put himself in that situation though. How he didn't draft he didn't draft himself to Miami. He didn't play that well though. But I he's mean, a rookie. He yeah, but I'm just time, saying but he gotta give a, a kid time to. I I, I, I get I, I, I get it, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that is unwarranted. But the fact the fact is he didn't play well. I mean, Fitzpatrick was they were going back and forth that they was going to put Fitzpatrick back in the game. That's one of the reasons why Fitzpatrick is not there anymore because he was that big of a threat to Tua. That's why they didn't resign him. I don't know if this is going to be the same thing with Brissett, but you just have to keep in mind that um, Tua. Two are gonna have to step his game up because 
you're talking about a guy with Jacoby Brissett who actually can play and has years on his um career, and he can end up losing his job to uh to Brissett, like for real, if he doesn't step his game up. But like I said, it is a rookie. It's gonna take time to see. I, I um, just, I just when it because th- we've seen it happen one time before where a rookie was condemned to 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 failure when really you spend that first year just getting acclimated to the league, no matter what your success, you're, you're given at least a year or two to work on that. I know that happened with Dwayne Haskins. Uh, shoot. Rosen, I don't think got that. Well, Rosen for a good reason to get that, but we found that out later. He took his year and didn't improve and same with Haskins. So it's just like, with Tua, they just have to just be like, look, we're to squash any of these rumors surrounding Miami. We're like, look, we're going with Tua. But just know, just like you said, VF, there's a guy behind him. Slip up, boom. Nature of the business will take over. That's why I said I, I just think that I, I think that um Jacoby Brissett just caused a bigger threat to him. So he he really gonna have to do something. Okay, he, he causes a bigger threat than than uh Fitzpatrick did. Uh, so that's that's interesting. Um, Tyrod Taylor leaves um, the Chargers, and he's going over to Houston, and that that's really weird. Why would well they need? Well, I don't even know their quarterback situation outside of them not wanting to uh, move on from uh, Deshaun Watson. But Tyrod Taylor goes over there now. It looked like they're preparing to move on from Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they. they, they... They, but the, can, but Tyrod, can Tyrod be like that starter though? He that, that, the, that's he, the thing, man. I, he, I mean, he he still has the potential to be a temporary starter. But we're talking about the Houston Texans. Um, they they're, they've made moves to devalue that franchise, and Deshaun Watson is the last domino to fall. And they're looking to trade him. They're probably they're probably gonna wait till draft day. To this is this, this is my thing because I don't even know what kind of draft picks they have, but whatever they do, they I mean that's what I'm saying. I don't even know what they have. So, but to me, it's like you would think that they were would be able to probably just draft the quarterback. I I, I don't know. It's just this Tyrod Taylor one is kind of is is a head scratcher, but everything that they've been doing over there in Houston is a head scratcher. So I I don't know. I yeah, I look at that and I'm like I'm really weird. That's really weird. I don't know. I'm looking at the players that have arrived in Houston. Like I mentioned, Kevin Pierre Lewis, Andre Roberts signed with them. He's 33 old receiver. That's kind of crazy. Uh, Christian Kirksey, who's an inside linebacker. Uh, Justin McRae from Atlanta. Uh, see Derek Rivers from the Rams. I'm just naming all the players they've acquired. Uh, Camus Grigier Hill. Who was mm-hmm. was an outside linebacker, and then we were talking about this one, Mark Ingram from Baltimore. yeah, he's over there too. Which uh, that one makes more sense because they do need a running back. Yeah, that that that, make, that 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 makes sense because you're going to get somebody who actually can play the position. Tyrod Taylor can play, but I don't think he can play well enough to just you know. And maybe he can be serviceable for one year, but it, you looking like Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram can give you at least another three years. That that's not a bad signing. I don't have a problem with that one. That that one actually makes some sense. So I'm trying to look at some other. Let's see. Okay, I'm Joe, looking Joe at Thomas, inside linebacker. It came over from Dallas. Uh, let's see. 
trying to think anything else there. Taco Charlton, he did he resigned to KC. Mm-hmm. Um Tack McKinley left Las Vegas and went to Cleveland. Um I don't know too much about Tack. Tack is almost good lord. Hopefully Carl Lawson do go to his new team. Yeah, he played he left Cincinnati. He plays for the Jets now. Uh that's going to be interesting. The Jets made a few moves that's actually pretty decent. Uh I don't know about them possibly moving from um uh Sam Donald, but um I just don't know. I I think he I think they should stick with him. Cuz I, I there's been rumors saying that they may move away from him, which I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, that that's really going to depend on a lot of things. They still got Jamison Crowder up there and with the Jets, so uh, with Corey Davis there, you pretty much have explosive weapons between the two of them. It's just they have to make sure they have a good enough running back. And and from this list so far, they haven't signed that person. Is Fitzpatrick going to be starter for your Washington Reds? Um, Washington that's football gonna, team. That, that's going to be an open QB competition. I don't see that being him. I don't see him being the starter unquestioned and this is another situation this is a theory that you brought up that it looks like we're testing we're definitely going to test to pay cheaply for a quarterback that could start maybe for one year hold the fort until we either get a better quarterback or we look in the draft and get a better field uh in the quarterback category in college so um, I like Fitz. I'm just watching him, just the energy he brings. He's the he's the same type of he's the same type of leader as Alex Smith, except it's like switching from decaf to nodos. So right. he, he's in your face and excited and expressive versus Alex Smith was calm, collective, and reserved. But they both are, were pretty good. I, I'm still looking at. Heineke, I, I I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, like with both, you, you, if, if Heineke can give you that, I I still look back at that playoff game. If he gives you that energy every week that he did in that playoff game, it's going to be really hard to pick which quarterback you're going to put on the field. See, because you know, fit like 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 complimentary says, Fitz is a great leader. But the thing about it, I don't think Fitz gives you that energy that riles up a team like Heineke did. I mm. I, I just don't know. Uh, he does it in a different way. I think. Yeah, that's a, what. Yeah, he does it in a different way. I just, I just same. don't know if it's, it's viable. It's a, but that team, it is viable. They, they relish off of stuff like that. Um, but as far as Washington's history, they really actually bucked the trend. But obviously, the last time they won a Super Bowl was before we were talking about franchise quarterbacks as being a major thing in the NFL. But you know, I've always said that Washington should just you know, get somebody mid-level, have somebody earn the right to become the franchise quarterback. So I feel like between Allen and and Heineke, they have to continue to play well to earn possibly that right to be there long-term. And Fitz, we already know, is just there temporarily. He'll probably retire in a year or two. Right, I mean, he's 39, so. so. And then that also told me that Washington wasn't willing to pay the price which I'm glad they weren't willing to pay the price that I think some of these teams are going to pay in these trades for these already established uh, stars at QB. Do you still see your? Um, do you still see them picking a quarterback sometime in uh, sometime in the draft? 
at some point, but I don't see it in the first round. I think they're either going to go after a receiver or a lineman, offensive lineman. That I, I can see, I can see them probably picking a quarterback third or fourth round. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and it really makes sense now based on them picking up Fitzpatrick. You really want to get a quarterback that's probably just going to sit and just see what you got within right. the next year or two. I think, was, I think that'd be a smart move. Which is old school uh, thinking for, for, for a team. You know, all these teams, they get the first round draft pick and they put them right there. They throw them in the fire. Ron Rivera is kind of, he's like, Hey, sticking to that old school mentality. It was like, look, I want them to learn and see what's going on. And there are people that are already in place that can play, uh, like I said, Heine- like you said, Heineke and uh, Allen, who can already who already know the offense. Right. And see, that's fit, what I didn't even talk right. about that quarterback. You're right. Right. So, and 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 Fitzpatrick is your veteran. So it's just like, okay, let this cat sit off to the side. That's the fourth QB if we draft one and then just let them learn. And then if they earn the right through their play, whenever they get the chance, like through preseason or through training camp, then we'll see. But I like, I like the setup so far. They just need to, they definitely need to upgrade at the number two receiver, which I think our number two is coming off an injury list at some point in time. I think Kevin Harmon, yeah, Harmon, who did a good job in his rookie year was out with an ACL. I think it was either ACL or Achilles injury. I think he's going to be the number two coming out of that uh, wide receiver corpse. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I was, I was looking at my Falcons and see what's been going on. Not much has been moving over here. I mean, they re-signed Young Way Koo. They, they re-signed him. I think they traded for a tight end from the Bills. But it's, it's really interesting, like, what we've been doing over here, like, they haven't they've done very little. They got rid of James Carpenter, offensive guard. They uh, got rid of Ricardo Allen. I think they're getting rid of a couple of other safeties as well. They got rid of Allen Bailey. And um, I, I don't see any other moves that they're doing. But what I do see what the Falcons are probably trying to do, it looks like they're going to move into the draft and mm-hmm. actually build through the draft. That's what I'm seeing because not many – of free agent moves, they're restructuring um, Matt Ryan's contract, right. and it looks like the way things are going, I would not be surprised if they try to pick up a quarterback with that number four pick, or they trade back and just get a bunch of more pieces and build through the draft. Honestly, I don't have a problem with this because I believe that Matt Ryan has maybe what maybe three, uh-huh. and I'm pushing it with four more years left as far as being a, a decent quarterback. So they're like in a really good position to like try to get pieces around. Um, well, I can say around Matt Ryan because they already got it. They just need to find a way to win games. And if you get just my talent around the team in general, they'll just be an overall better team. Because there's no reason for this team to go. I think they went four and twelve last year. Mm-hmm. That that that's unacceptable. Not with the talent you have with the Falcons. It's just it, I can see if you just had like glaring holes on your team where you couldn't do this or that in the third, you had everybody in place and still couldn't win games. I, I'm, I wonder if it's a coaching problem or if it was just a scheme and mechanics problem, but with a whole new coach, a whole new GM, we're going to see that, but it's very telling that even with the new coach and a new GM, whole new offense, a whole new defense, they did not, they did not pull anybody off the free agent line that was a big splash. I think the only thing they did was resign a few players and they traded for a tight end. So that that's really interesting to see what they're going to do. Um, it, it's, it, them being in the draft is just you're really going to find out. So 
Young Noble's on crack. Sam <laughs> <laughs> got Dalton Super Bowl bound. He rolls his eyes. <laughs> right, exactly. No, but, um, but, I, I will but, say this with your division. With your division, depends on what y'all do in the draft. Y'all, y'all, this is gonna be a straight. This is gonna be a stretch because they still got Aaron Rodgers over there. You have a a fighting chance to win that division, and I know that's that's somewhat of a stretch, but. All you have to do is just make sure Dalton don't make mistakes because your team is not bad at all. And Dalton is definitely an upgrade from Trubisky. So it, you, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, Two moves that Tennessee made were very significant. Bud Dupree came over from Pittsburgh. He signed a five-year deal. And Danico Autry, defensive end or edge rusher from Indi- uh, Indianapolis, came over on a three-year deal. Hold on. Let me see. Dupree signed with who? He signed with Tennessee. Wow, that is a really good move. That's probably the that's probably the most that's probably the sleeper move right there. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I'm serious when I say that. That I mean the the Titans defense was already pretty good, and you add somebody like that. I, I'm surprised not too many people talked about that. That's actually, hey, I'm just thinking about it off the top, just all on the surface. That's actually not a bad move at all. Now, also, um, I'm looking on the opposite end, you know, the exodus of Detroit sports overall. <laughs> Marvin Jones is in Man, no, we ain't nobody trying to hear that, man. I'm not even going to put that on the screen, man. You... <laughs> I'm not even putting that on the screen, man. Man, that all knows that better not happen. But you know what? That what if that's a situation? What? Okay, let's put on our tenfold caps here. Well, since, Trubis- you, since you're gonna do that, I'm just gonna put it up here. Go ahead. Okay, so what if Trubisky were to land in Washington? If he plays better, then that's Chicago's fault. Because <laughs> obviously we have the weapons. Uh, I wouldn't say we have better weapons because y'all have uh, Allen Robinson, and you just—I think you guys just uh, kept one of your weapons. So, I, but I don't see that happening. Mitch is—I don't see him coming to Washington. I—I don't—I actually don't want him in Washington. I will say this about Mitch: I don't think he's—he's a very inconsistent quarterback sometimes he looks like he can win you 10 games and sometimes it's like he doesn't need to be in the game for 10 seconds it, it, he's just one of those type of quarterback like you will see him sometimes like damn trubisky's lighting this team up and then the next game you're like i'm ready to pull him like easily like see, I, I don't know what with, it is that would happen within a game you know first, exactly first That's half, what he's lighting folks up in the second half he's about to lose the game by 10 right <laughs> mm. I don't. I don't know. So uh, think about that. Maybe I, you know what he might be. He may be a product of needing a different environment. Like if he goes to a different team, he may be. Uh, I ain't gonna say real better, but slightly better. I don't know. It, 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 he may be one of those guys who just need a change of scenery. All all I know is that, um, and I don't. I don't think Smitty's watching. But why doesn't anyone want to play in Detroit? Doesn't matter if it's hockey, basketball, or football, not even baseball. Nobody wants to play in Detroit. What's up? Nobody wants to I play don't in know. Detroit. I don't know. Let's hmm. see something. 
I would say something's in the water, but I would be offending of folks. Up <laughs> <the way>. so, <laughs> Complementary Sports says Washington needs a mobile quarterback. What they do you think about that, DJ? Two mobile quarterbacks in a third with Fitz. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I just asked what you thought about that. That's what I thought about it. We have three mobile quarterbacks, sir. <laughs> Alex Smith is gone. <laughs> I still think I still think y'all got some. I think y'all got something with Heineke. I, I'm I'm sticking. I with think that. we do too. But it's all right, because like- I, I I cannot <laughs> stop thinking about that playoff game. If he plays, and I said eighty percent, I'll even say seventy percent of how he played that playoff game. Y'all guys may have a franchise quarterback, and I'm, I'm sticking with that. Now, if I'm he st- falls off and he don't play like that, then all right, then yeah, then that's over. Right. But he played. I, I'm very impressed with how he played. That was like what is his first game in or something like that. No, second game. Second game. But I was very impressed how he played. He he really competed, and I, and I like yeah. to see when players, especially players who just come from nothing. And I can say not necessarily for nothing, but they weren't like necessarily um, projected to be really good, and they trying to prove themselves out on the field. I really, I really like seeing stuff like that. You know, and if he plays like that, you you probably have a situation where you got a kid that has a chip on his shoulder for his entire career and feel like he has to prove something to everybody that he comes across. And like I said, you looking ten years down the road, if he plays like that, I mean, uh-huh. you know, all you need is weapons around him. Okay, Young Noble says, "Nah, y'all ruin mobile QB career." RG three, he was a scrambling quarterback. There's a difference. Yeah, that is true. A scrambling quarterback is different from from a mobile quarterback. That is true. That's true. He he kind of ruined his own career. Well, Baltimore <laughs> had a hand in it too, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, who else is out here? Carlos Hyde went to he left Seattle and went to Jacksonville. Man, I wish King David was here. I wonder what King David would think about that. Because Carlos Hyde still has something left in the tank, even though he's 31 years old. I think he's still got another at least one or two years. Whoa, wait a minute. What what happened? Something to update? No, I'm just trying to see how many years he signed for. Oh, okay, I was looking at it wrong. I'm looking at the thing wrong. So he signed. Yeah, I don't lost him. I don't lost him on the screen. That's why I don't want to do this uh thing. I blame you, DJ. Oh. This old this Excel thing. Here it is. He signed a two year deal for four point. That's a really good deal for Carlos Hyde. Hey, it ain't my fault. I can read a technical document. No, I can read it. It's just that scrolling say, back see, and forth. I did not say you couldn't read a document. No, you've been saying it for years. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I said you can't read. I didn't um, say no, anything about technical documents. I, 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 think, I think this is a really good deal for Carlos mm. Hot going to Jacksonville. And on top of that, if they can find him another quarter, uh, another running back late in the, like, I mean, early second round or late third round, Mm-hmm. That'd be a really good move. I mean, that'd be a really good deal for um Trevor Lawrence if they decide to pick him up. I think that'd be really, really good. So kudos to uh Jacksonville for picking Carlos Hyde up. I think that's actually a very quality move. They get another running back and um they might be all right. Because I, I don't expect Carlos Hyde to carry the load the entire time. So you get a second running back, have Carlos Hyde come in and split the carries. Mm-hmm. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect for uh for um uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, let's see. Leonard Floyd. Uh, he resigned with um the Rams. 
Oh, and just, uh, another, just another hockey update. Uh, the Caps up 3 nothing over the New York Islanders. So that nine-game winning streak is going to come to a close at some point. They are in the third period. Just check Matt out. Judon, he um, – was it he re-signed with the – no, he didn't re-sign. No, nah, he left. Um, let me see. Yeah, Judon was with because uh, he, he went with, to the Patriots. He went. Yeah, what, he was with Baltimore. He, yeah, he went to Baltimore. With, that that's another game. good move for the Patriots. Yeah, four years. That was the that's the linebacker I, I alluded to. I didn't remember by name, but yeah, Matt Judon, uh, four year deal, fifty four point five million. Yeah, that's so, gonna be. Um, yeah, you know, we supposed to be brothers, minister society. I just call him that. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I think that's I, I actually think that's a pretty good deal um for the Patriots. Patriots are doing a lot of good things. I think the main thing with them is um you still got Sean, Sonny Michelle at running back. James White may still maybe he may leave. Cam Newton is going to there, there's really no excuse for Cam Newton at this point. I don't think I can't remember a time where Cam Newton had like these type of weapons around him. I mean, yeah, he had a pretty good receiver before. He had a number two that was decent. Greg Olson was there, but you got two pretty decent tight ends. You got two good, decent receivers, and you're going to have a pretty good running back. If, if, if it's going to be all on his shoulders, he he can't be overthrowing players. And he and he, and he understands this because he actually laid it out there that you know to, to learn that offense was pretty complicated compared to where he was coming from. So with the lack of preseason training camp the way it was structured you really couldn't get that down so much through zoom so this year like you said and i agree with you this year would be no excuse because you're gonna have the regular training camp you're gonna have the regular preseason games to get this down so young noble going he need to go to hell man <laughs> he need to go to hell for that he thought maybe if you wear high heels on the field he'll play better you stupid man <laughs> Maybe if and leave that man alone, man. This fashion is uh, <laughs> it's questionable. I'll just say that. Scott Smith said, "Man, I mean, Cam made it to the Super Bowl with Ted Ginn as his number one receiver. That's a really good point. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's really no excuse at this point. I know Cam had his ups and downs since that year, that MVP mm-hmm. year, but now I think this is a good year for him to actually shine. You got Hunter Henry, you got Johnu Smith, you got uh, Nelson Aguilar, um." Is it Keneal Harry still coming back? I mean, you you got some players there, you know. Yeah, the so way, the way New England is, stru- is structured on offense is almost like it was with Carolina. You had a couple of tight ends of Carolina. You was talking about Greg Olson being one. I think they had another one. Yeah, and, he was uh, mediocre though. The other guy, it, it well, was he, was medi- he was mediocre, but he was still a target nonetheless. And it looks right. like if you're gonna have two a two tight end setup for most of the. Because they're not, it looks like, you know, the adjustment play calling wise with uh, Belichick has been like mostly double tight end. Uh, which, yeah, that's kind of like his. Been... Which is not really an adjustment. It's more or less he's making an adjustment because he's doing more read option. Yeah, but I think his... the, 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 the double tight end has been Belichick's forte for like years. That's, I mean, that's you, 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 I mean you're going back to the Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez days. Oh, God. <laughs> so I mean it's it's been there for a while, so he's kind of trying to get Aaron back to that. Hernandez killing defenses on the field, killing best friends off of it. <laughs> uh, let me see something real quick. Um. Well, shoot, Baltimore can't talk. Ray Lewis was stabbing and killing people <laughs> at the Super Bowl parties <laughs> and snitching on folks. 
So. All right, preliminary sports asks, when are we doing a mock draft? The draft is uh, April 29th. We got we got we got six weeks until the draft, so we'll probably do it maybe that Tuesday or the Thursday before the draft. I mean, there's no reason to do one right now. I think it's way too early to do a draft because so much can change. I mean, free agency just started what today or yesterday. So you're saying that Pooh's uh, mock draft on Clemish? Oh. I just I just think it's a little too early. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not knocking it. Y'all go over there and check them out, but I, I just think it's too early. That that, that's a, why that was you a, know that was a poo glimish uh quick uh advertisement there for, for that new site. So <laughs> right, right. Go over there and check them out if you guys glimish.com slash whatever poo, whatever you call it. Um yeah, but <laughs> I mean I don't know it. I don't know the I don't know the link, but um I can't shout him out on on Twitch because it'll go to his Twitch channel. So I I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna probably do the mock draft probably around you know like the week before the NFL draft. I just think it's and, too early to and, do it right and now. And here's the thing: there's got to be a restriction. Just the first round, just the just the first round. Yeah, I think I think we do that. I mean, unless somebody like significant, like something happens where we may feel like somebody may drop out of the first round, we may talk about well, that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think we need to do a mock draft on the rounds past the first. I think that's a, right. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. If, if if you guys in the chat start requesting, hey, y'all can do multiple rounds, but like I, I will be like after the first round, I will dip. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find out if I'm off work that day because that'd be pretty cool to do the draft that night. Oh, wait a minute. The draft is beginning at 8 a.m. No, that's not that gotta be a typo. I'm looking at it right here on the internet. Oh, it says Is it because it's the second round when we stream or something like that? Because isn't the first round gonna be on a Wednesday? No, I'm looking at it right here. It says it's gonna start on April 29th through May 1st. But it says at 8 a.m. That doesn't. That's really weird. April 29th is on a Thursday. Yeah, it's on a Thursday, but the that happened that early in the morning. That's hard for me to believe. That ain't that ain't right. That can't be right. That can't be right. Oh, let me see if anything else says updated for the free agency. I don't think anything updated. Uh no, it's 8 p.m. Okay, yeah, because on this on this site right here, it says 8 a.m. Mm. Yeah, 8 p.m. makes more sense. I, yeah, Thursday, April no one says 8, 8 a.m. COVID time. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else that I see that stands out. I think we covered pretty much everything that I that I saw that actually makes Shaquille Griffin. Well, Shaquille Griffin went to Jacksonville. He left Seattle and went to Jacksonville. That's a, that's a pretty good pickup. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be pretty interesting to see what Jacksonville do because they're like the bottom of the barrel, but right now they're making some decent moves. Um, like I said, the uh what's his name? Carlos Hyde, that that made me think that they're going there is another inkling that made me think that they're gonna get uh Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't see them getting anybody else. I'd be highly surprised. All right, but I'm um that's pretty good for their defense because they don't have too much of anything. All right, so now I'm looking at all these players who are available. And, okay, obviously, Le'Veon Bell's sitting out there. Danny Amendola. Emmanuel Sanders went to Buffalo. I didn't know that. Yep, he did. Man, him and Josh Allen, that's going to be nice. I'm trying to see if there's anybody of major significance that's sitting. That's still sitting out there? Yeah. 
Uh, Alex Smith. Yeah. Wait Alex a minute. Is AJ Green a free agent? I don't see him on here, but hold on. Let me keep going. I'm looking at it right now on Sports Track. If AJ Green's a free agent, why in the hell nobody picked him up like now? Oh yeah, I forgot. Robert Griffin III is a free agent, but I think he's I think he's about the eye of retirement. I know he he's talked about keep going, but yeah, I I think he needs to retire at this point. He he's Griffin is actually talking about wanting to start again. I'm like I. I oh no! Know. I take that back. He signed a one-year deal for eighteen million dollars with Cincinnati, so he just signed a one. AJ Green just signed a one-year deal with oh. uh, the, with the Bengals. Okay, D. Jacks is sitting out there. He he's done. No, he didn't. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He signed a one-year deal last year. Yeah, he's he's. Unless so this he, year he's an un, he's unrestricted he's, free agent. Why nobody picked up AJ Green? Because he's getting. Old. I, I might. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I get it. He's thirty-three. He just isn't he just coming off an injury or something? An injury in a down year because they weren't targeting him. They didn't start targeting him until later in the season, which is kind of crazy. I was just like, hmm. "What's going on? Like, why aren't they uh, make it put in him? Somebody, him somebody, somebody's going, somebody's going to get him for a really good discount. I can see him getting signed for probably about seven mil. In oh yeah, that, Brian Kerrigan is sitting out there. Um, if you want to talk about Melvin Ingram, Kawan Short. Patrick Ooh, Peterson is still out there. AJ Abu is out there. Philip Carlos Dunlap. T.Y. Hilton. We'll see. Kyle Van Noy, Malcolm Butler, Eric Fisher. Well, we know why Eric Fisher is out there. Justin Houston. Larry Fitzgerald. That's funny. That's another one. I don't know why nobody takes a one-year deal on Larry Fitzgerald. That's criminal. Um, Larry, Fitzgerald, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald is highly productive. But I don't know, did he did he did he talk about wanting to retire? Because I know he was talking he, the way he was carrying on was like this was this past season was his last season. But I, I, I you you might be right, but I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure. But if, if you could get him to pull him for one year, put him in the slot, mm-hmm. that that that's money well spent. That's money well spent if somebody could pick him up and put him in a slot. Um. Casey Hayward, Kareem Jackson, Gabe Jackson. Levante David already signed, didn't he? Yeah, he re-signed. Oh, Jordan Reed is sitting out there. Hmm. I'm like, he had a good year this past this past season, but you know, still with lingers in the background, so those concussions. Sammy Watkins, Alice Mack. Uh, I know the Pouncey twins, they retired. Nadamakin Sue. Mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake. Eh, I don't know about him. KJ Wright, Brashard Perriman. That's a, that's another one right there. I'm surprised DJ, nobody picked DJ up on Perriman yet. Sitting out there at safety. DJ, DJ Swearinger is another one. Richie Incognito. He's up in age though. Uh, Denzel Perriman. That's another one. Kenny Vaccaro is not a bad pickup. Uh, I'm trying to think. Buster Scrine. I, I didn't realize he was 32. Todd Gurley, so-so. Bruce Irvin, he's another one, oh, so-so. You forgot about Trent Williams. He's sitting out there, and he's he's primed for one last. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that I think that's money well spent. You get one year out of him, I think that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Brian Poole, I don't know why he's sitting out there in free agency. Sean Lee, Sean Lee's another one for one good year, but he can't stay healthy though. Yeah, that's. I think a lot of these guys that are sitting out there. They're in their thirties. They're looking for their last 
whatever type of payday, and then that will probably be it for them. Tevin Coleman, he's another. He's only 28. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Hankins, defensive tackle, 29 years old. Maybe some of these guys have been signed and we just don't know, but it, that, it's kind of hard to say that some of these guys aren't signed yet. I'm trying to think. Xavier Rhodes, so-so. Mike Davis, running back. I mean, he, he played for the Chickens, but he's 28. Chickens. <laughs> Adrian Claiborne, so-so. Keanu Neal, he's just coming off a couple of injuries. I'm not sure about him. Damian Williams from Kansas City, he's a good – that would be a good one or two years on him. Uh, I don't see anybody. Chris Conley from Jacksonville. Yeah. Mercedes Lewis is up there in age. Colt McCoy, no. Um, Brian Hill, running back. He's only 26. Somebody should take a, a, a spin on him. P.J. Williams, cornerback from New Orleans. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is only 26 years old. That's insane. I had no idea. I don't I don't see anybody else. Um Taiwan Jones, Malcolm Brown. No, 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 Malcolm Brown. No. Uh Deion Lewis, he's up there in age. Joe Flacco, no. I I, I don't see anybody. Farrell Cooper, absolutely not. Uh, All right, let's get out of here. Geno Smith, okay. really? Why is he on this list? I definitely <laughs> see it. I'm going back to his Ronald Darby. Now I know exactly why they didn't sign him. Uh, cause I'm looking at Kendall Fuller's contract and he's only getting 10 million a year. Oh, so wow. That's why Darby. Yeah. That's, they, that's they, couldn't too much. To, they couldn't come to an agreement. They're not going to invest that much money into per year. Maybe. I don't, um, no, no, said, did someone pick up Alex Smith? Do you know? I, I, no, I haven't. No one's picked, picked up Alex Smith yet. And the, the, obviously the thing on him is his leg. And if he has any type of injury and, and, it's something as, as small as a calf strain on that leg pretty much could kill the whole, his whole season. I'm like, did Juju Smith Schuster get resigned yet? No. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. The fact nobody talked to him. The fact nobody has talked to him when he hasn't signed it. That that speaks volumes. That 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 makes it seem like whatever they were saying about him being a problem in at, at um at, at this with the Steelers is is kind of starting to make some sense. If nobody picked you up right away, I mean that dude's twenty five years old. He's a pretty good talent. Nobody talked to you yet. Mm. Yeah, that 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 speaks volumes in in my opinion. I am liking Washington. I'm looking at Washington's total team roster as far as the average salaries the highest guy is getting paid 18 million a year and that's brandon sheriff on his uh tender what's your cap space look like uh let me see should have it off to the right because i'm sitting here i'm just looking at other guys that are free agents i don't see anything else 13 million cap we have uh 24 nope estimated cap space 37.6 million in cap space so it's really good. It's it's pretty good. I would say they would like to restructure. Oh, so that's where we offered them nine point two. Talking about Ronald Darby. So yeah, that was obviously I went off on a tangent there, but that was just interesting to look at because a lot of people 
Um, they got I looked on Twitter when they reacted to Darby signing with the Broncos. They understood that you're not gonna pay someone as the number one corner when they're not the number one corner. Well, I, I think the problem is though, when you really look at this, mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are pretty good names that are um that are not um signed. I think it's because of the crunch of the actual um salary cap. Yeah, this because you got a lot of talent out here that just nobody not not saying it's not signed. Like from what I know, nobody's talking to the, these players. Well, and and also the strategy because this year's salary cap is going to be low compared to what it's going to be the following year. A lot of people are signing these one year deals and banking on that so that next right. year they can make their money. So right, 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 right. Because obviously by then the crowds are going to be returning. Uh, I think just to talk about another sport, DC United and the Nationals have been okayed at least about five to ten thousand people in the stands um, in in Washington DC. So, depending upon what these states, local governments allow for their stadiums, I'm like, uh, of course, and probably in Florida, Texas, and all the other ones that have lifted every uh, mandate. They probably can go full hundred percent if they wanted to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, complimentary sports. I, I I didn't see this yet. Yeah, we. I think um, Tadal said this as well. He said Jacksonville has a lot of money to spend. They do. So it's like with that, they're like I, I'm kind of interested to see who who else are they going to put on their on their roster. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised they try to talk to Juju. Yeah, looking at the like, 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 seriously, why not talk to Juju? Why not talk to Larry Fitz? I think Larry Fitzgerald would be perfect for Trevor Lawrence. As far as being a mentor, Mm -hmm. I think he'd be perfect for somebody like Trevor Lawrence. Now, going back to the top three cap spaces in the league, as we said, it is the Jets, the Patriots, and the Jaguars are top three. Uh, The Jets, 56.3 million in salary cap, Patriots, 49.3. And the Jaguars 48.4. I'm gonna talk about this. I'm gonna, I need to get some more information on this. I did want to make this a topic, but only we know that they're working together, but we haven't heard anything concrete. But the XFL and the CFL are thinking about working together to form a league uh, together. It's gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out because both I, I ain't gonna say both, but I know the CFL in general, they're bleeding money. But um, I want to wait till we get more information to actually talk about it. But on right. the surface, I think it's a great idea. I don't see a problem with it at all. I, but, yeah, that the fact that it's exploratory in nature, I wonder like how they can mesh. Like if, if it was in the sense of interconference games or interleague games or something like that, I wonder how they would morph their rules. How many teams each? Um, how many teams each league has? I think the CFL has what twenty. Maybe I think fifteen or twenty teams. Let me see. I thought they had less than that. Oh, let me see. They have nine teams. Nine, nine teams. They got nine teams. And XFL, XFL, XFL has how many? Oh, ten to twelve. I think they got twelve. Oh, XFL only got eight teams. I don't know. I thought they had more than that. I, 
I see this. I, I tell you what they're going to need to do. They're going to have to add another team. And then what they could do, the XFL gets one more team and they don't even have to split leagues. One league could be the XFL. Another league could be the CFL. I think that would be I think that would be great. <laughs> now, the funny thing is, is that if if this were to happen and, you know, God forbid, we are talking about a what if scenario. This is all speculatory. Uh, how would they morph the rules? Would it be like. Like Major League Baseball, how it used to, how it used to be before they adopted Universal DH. Well, that was like the one major rule um, in Major League Baseball with XFL and CFL. There are a couple of rules. First of all, are you going to play if if let's say an XFL team is being hosted by a CFL team? Are we going to do three downs? Are we going to have the fields the size the way they are and the, they're lined up the way they are in the CFL? Um, is it going to be three downs? I, I mean. Are we going to have just continuous play based on the fact that's what CFL rules are based off of, or are we going to adopt more of like a hybrid where both teams, where both teams, no matter who's hosting, will have a hybrid of XFL CFL rules? But that's I, personally, that I can't think be answered I, now. what I think what I think is going to happen is they're going to probably end up come up with a set of universal rules, and they're just going to play that way. They both um, should adopt that kickoff rule. They both. Oh yeah, that that guy, that the kickoff rule has to stay. Every football league should adopt that kickoff rule. Yeah, I agree. Down. That's the uh, when they debut with that, I was just like, the fuck were we think? <laughs> right, I, I, I'm with you on that because the XFL. I, I mean, like um, Noble just said, he was enjoying it until COVID. I, I was as well. I thought it was. I thought it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's something that um. Yeah, especially the last game we saw DC kicking St. Louis's ass. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, our, I, our backup I, quarterback. Yeah, I actually like the league. The league was pretty fun. I, I the that was my team. The uh, the Battle Hawks. Yeah, the Battle Hawks and the, the Battle Wounded Hawks. After that, <laughs> it was pretty cool, man. It was pretty cool. I I I enjoyed it, and um, hopefully they'll come back and. Do something nice, man, because it was a. Uh, they, you know, they already set to come back. What twenty twenty two, you know. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. So yeah, because I know Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, when they talked about this whole thing with the XFL CFL, was like, okay, operations are on hold as we speak, because they that what I think that was the initial plan. The year you just put out, and they put that, and they as of right now put that. Oh, was it? They were supposed to come out later this year. And yeah, they put that like that. on hold until 2022. So either way, we'll see what happens. We'll await further instructions on this. Right, right. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. But like I said, I want to see once they get everything in, implemented on how they're going to do uh the actual league or whatever, and um how it's going to play out before we actually really talk about it. Cause I don't know. I mean, be honest, I don't think any of us really know. The only thing that we could do is just uh, comment on what we think about the possible merger. And I think that's the, uh, I think that's the only thing we could do at this point. So I think that's uh, the most, you know, responsible would, right. thing that we and could do. Only thing is it wouldn't be the first time AFL, NFL, but I don't think they had to deal with separate rules. No, no, they pretty much had the same rules. It's just it was just different leagues until they merged. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I can't think of anything else outside of the um, 
free agency. I think everything is a pretty much a go there. Um, before we um, we don't have any topics else on top of that. Uh, I know DJ, you talked about this like right before we was doing the uh, start the podcast. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about the Tiger Woods thing and in, in the in the 2K thing? Okay, yeah. So uh, Tiger Woods, uh, as far as the 2K PGA 2K golf game, has signed a long term deal to appear in that game. Now, I, I haven't read the details of what that means, but it's another win for for what was previously an indie golf game. And you see, see what this game has done should pave the way the blueprint for what you know games and what developers how they should make their games and how you know that they made the game play and represent the sport to the point where it was able to attract big names slowly like first was attracting 2k to partner up the the year before they went full on with their partnership and get like the golfer licenses and stuff like that. And then now you have a major player, even though he's career wise, he's, he's pretty much a downside. Well, now he's recovering from a car accident, but I'll be, I'll be surprised if he plays golf again, to be honest. I would, I actually would not be surprised. Maybe did you just say you would be surprised? Yeah, I'd be surprised if he does not play golf. I mean, if he plays golf again, I I think he will. Uh, it will probably be like a year or two. Um, when he returns, right? Uh, just knowing what took place with Alex Smith, and now right. how people are using that as motor as a motivating factor, but at the same time. It also lets you know that the military does the best work or they tend to can be a better motivating factor in healing than a regular doctor. I'm not saying that like pound for pound that a regular doctor can't do what the military can do, but the military, there's some extra motivation to get you back out on the field. So, right. What do you guys think? People who are listening, what do you guys think about the, um, Tiger Woods putting his name on 2K, uh, yeah, 2K Golf. I, I think it helps tremendously because, I mean, Tiger Woods was basically the face of the EA Sports golf game until that scandal happened. And um, it the golf game kind of wasn't the same since, yeah, Roy McIlroy came out, but mm-hmm. that game really sold when it was Tiger Woods. I mean, there was no no doubt about that. I mean, this goes back to, what, 2004 when they started with his name, 2005? <laughs> And here's the thing with EA with Rory McIlroy, formerly Tiger Woods Golf, it was still a good game, but EA just was just like cut and run. It was like, well, t- we don't have Tiger. We're gonna try this one year with Rory, and uh, it didn't really work out. You know, we it was a good game fundamentally. It just it wasn't in their eyes a money maker, so they dropped it just like a bunch of the studios that they've killed over the years. But I, right, right. I mean, I, I think it. I mean, me, I wasn't never really big on like the. I think the only two golf games I really got into, I remember playing Lynx 2004, um, Pro Stroke um, Golf, which one day I may need to go back and um, stream that because that game is like very unique. And Tiger Woods 2014. They're like those only three. And I, I played the golf club a little bit. You, but, you play Mario Golf? 
Yeah. Not really, though. I never and really did. The early Nintendo Mario Golf, mm-hmm. the NES version Mario. That Golf? when I when I was on NES, I played um, Wolves one that made by Hal Laboratories. I uh, don't know. I know Lee Trevino had one. Oh uh, man, the one that, the same wait, people who made the Kirby game. Um, Hole in One Golf. Wait, who's I'm the race, playing that one? Who's the racist golfer that says some racist shit? The Tiger was it? Fuzzy Zeller. Yeah, didn't he have a game? I hope not. <laughs> Chicken wings golf, <laughs> whatever they serve. Matter of fact, that wasn't even on NES, that was on Super Nintendo. I thought, no, wait, you're talking about uh, the game you just mentioned or Mario Golf? Because Mario, no, the golf, game that I used to play on oh, Super okay. Nintendo, okay, because I know Mario Golf, they they it was it, it looked pretty standard, not where it is right now with the Nintendo Switch. The one on Nintendo Switch actually looks pretty, pretty nice, but yeah. it's, not, it's not tempting me to buy a Switch. Sorry, that's. That's a no go. <laughs> I'm I'm still getting a switch. I don't care what anybody says. I'm buying me a damn switch. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, um, the I think the question remains is whether because this was Bill's question. This was like his no go for even getting PGA. He not, he never got it. But the thing his concern was: can we play as these pros? Because they have other pros in the game signed. Now you have Tiger Woods. Uh, sign on as I'm still monitoring a hockey game. You have Tiger Woods on there. Are you going to be able to play as him? Uh, are we, we going to be able to use some of his uh, animations, celebrate celebratory animations uh, on our creative characters? Are there going to be some signature golf courses that he would prefer you have on there? More licensing for golf courses, events. It's a whole... Oh, that's this yeah. is the game I played on Super Nintendo. I smell retro Monday retro stream right here. This is a great game for the Super Nintendo. Join the so, mid 1980s. Um, it came out in 91. Hole in one video games were released in Japan. Oh, this was in Japan by NAC PC 88 and MSX. The Super Famicom version can be considered as the sequel to the family computer. Okay. Yeah. But th- this game is great. I-, I-, I think I'm gonna play this on a Monday retro stream. This game is awesome. Highly recommend it if you're still in the Super Nintendo. Right. But yeah, I- speaking of golf games, that's that's the one I used to play a lot. I used to play that one a lot. Yeah, I know. I, even, uh, I remember the code to get like better uh, golf clubs and stuff in that game. It's funny because um, and then also a good golf game I remember playing on Genesis was uh, P- it was called PGA Golf. By EA, well, it was electronic. You know what? You know what? I was thinking about buying PGA um, Golf '96 mm-hmm. for the Genesis because you know, I don't know if you saw my video. I just recently bought this. Mm-hmm. I recently bought Live '96, yeah. and in here, shit, I mean, they got me with the advertisement like it's still in the '90s. In here, it has the little booklet where it was um, PGA Golf '96. So I was like, I should get that game because. You're right. The PGA golf games by EA were actually pretty good. I'm like, you want to talk about like that was simulation. Like, <laughs> like you couldn't. There was no arcade mode in that game. None. No, 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 no. I, but you got to think about it. Even back then, with the limitations, I think we talked about this one day when um Bills was here. Mm-hmm. Even with the limitations, the 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 16 bit era, even some cases in the 32 bit, they tried their best to give us simulation with what they had. I mean, we, I talked about the Joe Montana football game with all the stuff they had in that, the sports talk football game, the sports talk baseball game. Um, 
what was the game? The primetime, um, I mean, the primetime, uh, NFL 95, uh, or that I, I, that I played on sport, um, retro, uh, sports night when, um, wasn't that, night. wasn't that one like the continuation of the Joe Montana series? Right. But it was like, but Dion took over the name. Yeah. Dion took over. Right. Like they tried their best to give us like simulation. There, there was no, um, there was no arcade mode or anything wonkiness about right. it. Even when, I mean, it even got down to like when you got injured in Madden and the ambulance come out to take you out on the stretcher. I it mean, took everybody else out on the way to get to right, that right. But you know, you would never see that to be you would never see that in a Madden right now where somebody gets hurt and literally they get carted off the field. Like they, they don't do that anymore for some reason. Mm-hmm. But that's the type of stuff that you would see. It's really weird how that, how that, how they do that. Um, we're still a little early. We usually do two hours. We didn't have much to talk about. Um, you know, there's actually like one little detail in Madden, as far as the quarterback's concerned, that actually makes a world of a difference. What's that? I, um, I know people have talked about this before. Bills has brought this up about like changing certain traits and stuff like that, so they can like be better in the pocket. I heard, I, I read that uh, QB's ball carrier vision. If you were to increase that, that would actually help them not run it like directly, not run into their own linemen trying to escape out the pocket, which it makes sense. Because, that makes sense. Yeah, I was about to say that makes sense. So because I noticed that with certain quarterbacks that had a high ball carrier vision and I didn't adjust any of the traits or anything. I just looked at it. It was basically the ratings of vanilla. I'm looking at it. I was playing against Wentz, and I'm seeing how he's escaping out the pocket. His bar carrier vision is in the 80s versus somebody like uh, somebody who's in like the 60s or 70s, and it's kind of like iffy. So, right, right, right. You know, I didn't do this, and I should have done this. Um, I'll probably put this out there. Everybody who's on Twitch and or Facebook, I'm Facebook and on YouTube, I'm going to put the link right here. If you guys haven't already, go to facebook.com slash virtual footballer. You guys can go check that out. If you like the page, you could go ahead and follow the page, like the page. And um, I'm putting content over there and other notifications about what I'm doing as far as streaming and putting other gaming content. So you can check that out. All right. Um, so, so latest hockey update, uh, Caps beat the Islanders. They told the New York Islanders, your nine-game winning streak, fuck out of here. Dub, That's pretty cool. It pretty is. cool. Nine game so, winning streak. One. I I need to get into uh, NHL 21 more. I need to play that more. Maybe I'll put that on the stream one day. Complimentary sports. He said he got Madden 02, 04, and 05. Which one is better? Mm. It's either out of 04 and 05, and I'm leaning towards 2005. I'm leaning towards 05 because that's when they made it even. Yeah, because 04 was very offensive. Yeah, it was very offensive centric. In 05, that's when the hit stick first came in. And it and the thing about that, a lot of things that was in 04, they didn't take out for 2005. They just balanced the game out. Right. And then overall, I think 2008 was the overall best because yeah. then you had you had the total package and you had the vision cone. You had the vision it. cone. You had the playmaker um ability. Right. You had the hit stick. That in the hit stick you could hit high or low with the hit stick. Um what else they had? It just uh, seems like after you had the play you had defensive playmaker as well. Right. It seemed like after 2008 that's when they started taking things out. Right. And that's mm-hmm. that's for the PS2 and the PS3 version. Mm-hmm. For both of them. 
right. Like it, it hasn't been the same since once, man. Like now we're still struggling to get things in Madden that pretty much was in Madden 08. You know, I shouldn't have to like force myself or just find things in Madden 21 to have fun with mm-hmm. because um, I'm just doing it. I should have the total package of Madden 08 and then some. Like right. even with their franchise mode. I mean, they had a, a real combine and all this other stuff we had to work out. You know, I remember just... somebody did a documentary on how they put how they did franchise mode on the previous gens versus how they do it now. And it's funny that the the what they said was a more crude like patchwork of like random stuff that and it and it worked versus right. this planned little bit by little bit uh structured franchise mode that they put in it barely anything in it, which is kind of crazy. I'm like you had all you didn't you randomly put see Josh Lumen deserves the credit for those previous franchise modes and like in Madden 12 the franchise mode was that was the last that was really the last gasp of the franchise mode Josh Lumen like they you you notice how you started not hearing about him as right. you got later on well he's no longer a part of I don't think he's a part of the company. Overall, I think he he left. I think either last year or the year before. But it was funny how they just like pushed this man in the background. He was the he's the one that you needed to push the forefront because he's the one that made your last best franchise mode. Right, so, right, right. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's kind of weird how that played it because you you just don't see it anymore. You know, well, you and S, you and Noble, you and SD are like two peas in a pod. SD, shout out to SD. He's, he's over here on Twitter. I'm not Twitter, but on Twitch every now and then. He said Madden 12 was a great was a great in my book. Still play it. You and a couple other people I know still play that game. It's either 12 or or 25. Like people still play those two games. Yeah, I could do without 12's gameplay though. I didn't have. I think 12 was okay. I didn't have a problem with 12 overall. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm like compared to uh, some of the games before, and even now, the gameplay is 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 better than 12. But mm-hmm. as far as the franchise mode, that was the last big thing. Yeah, 12 franchise mode was actually pretty good as well. Right, and then, good. and then th- when I was on that rant earlier about wear and tear, I'm like, they had it their arena football game that they had out for a short second. They had like a injury wear and tear system. In right. And that's why it's just like, I think it's just stupidity on EA's part to not use shit that work in pre- other games, even if it's between studios. NHL's uh, injury system seems to be just fine, even without a wear and tear. Their injuries make sense. You don't get duplicate injuries, you know, back to back in the same game. Each time, each separate time you tried to play our franchise mode, it's yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think they would have been better off um, just focusing on franchise mode, but they, they got greedy, man. All they did is focus on the other stuff. Right. And it's really unfortunate that they did that because yeah. uh, I think football, the game, you got, you, you, you buy the game to, to, to play football. And I think they, they kind of took the football side out of it. It's, it's really weird how they done it. Yeah, that. they made it more like uh, – What's a prominent RPG game? Maybe more like Final Fantasy as far as how you upgrade and stuff like that. I'm like, a lot of franchise modes are are RPGs. That that uh, I'm not I'm not gonna deny that. But they literally 
made it. They made it the forefront. Yeah, they, they made it Final Fantasy Madden. Right, that's saying they made it the forefront. It's not because I mean, when you're playing a franchise mode, it is an RPG basically. You leveling up, or players get better as they go along, or they decline as they get older. I mean, that's that's basically how RPGs work. But the thing is, that mm-hmm. should be like secondary. It shouldn't be one of those things where it's to the forefront because it's, it's gotten to the point where it's so bad as far mm-hmm. as being in the forefront to where you're actually playing. You're paying to get leveled up players through mud. It's yeah. not even a situation where you actually have to grind and get this quarterback to be better or get this running back to be better. They're literally just going out there and just saying, hey, buy this, you know? Yeah, because even even like just going back to going back into the franchise mode, uh, just noticing that they took that dumbass reporter out of it uh, whenever you start. And then some of the pop-ups as far as the scenario engine is concerned, which I still think is crap. Um, even bringing up the offensive and defensive coordinators that pop up in the scenario engines as far as game planning, stuff like that. I wonder if they're going to be lazy with, because we already know they're going to have coaching staff. They're going to have a tree offense, defense coordinator, whatever for next year. I'm like, dude, dude pretty much revealed it in, in, in his video. Um, but what if they just rested on their laurels that those scenario engine pop-ups are the effects from the coordinators, and that's it? They just put a pretty uh, topping on on top of it, like a pretty like they just put a pretty dress over top that scenario engine and, and called it co- the coaching staff. Right, right. That'd be interesting. For for those that are really interested in that. You better hope they don't rest their laurels on just leaving it on just leaving it dressed pretty with this with Man Twenty One's iteration of the coordinators. So, right, right. They better have something in terms of NHL's coaching carousel, though. <laughs> Maybe some fictional coaches. And stuff I mean, like even that, if they don't close. do that, I mean, just to put NCAA fourteen one back in, that'd be a huge upgrade. I mean, either or, I would not be mad, right? You know, because they have none at this point at the moment. Um, I don't have anything else, but before we go, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Let, let's let's talk about these consoles for a second. Xbox is trying to kill the game with this Bethesda thing, and um, I don't want to get into the Bethesda part, mm-hmm. but. A lot of people are starting to gravitate towards the Xbox series because of value. Um, the you know, Game Pass is going bonkers right now. The EA play is doing really well over there. Um, they're actually letting you play games all the way back from the regular um or original Xbox, and people are gravitating towards that. I don't know what the numbers are, they're probably like PlayStation is still is 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 leading. But mm-hmm. a lot of people are starting to see a lot of value in there, and not only the Xbox Series X, but the S as well. Um, what What are your thoughts about the whole thing about um, Microsoft trying to get a stronghold or trying to get a decent or respectable part of the um, gaming market? I think they're backhandedly leading to monopolizing the gaming in which we didn't like it as far as Madden was concerned with monopolizing the NFL, not necessarily monopolizing football. That was just the result of the NFL signing that exclusive agreement. But with Microsoft 
and the strategy of buying up all these studios, some of them washed up studios, some studios that haven't made a big hit in quite some time, but slowly cornering the market to where Sony can, as far as third party is concerned, will only be able to work with certain uh, aspects where their only option is the first party um, is a dangerous game that consumers are being caught in the middle of. Um, I don't like that tactic. I think Microsoft, obviously Microsoft wants to win this, at least win this generation forward. They want to win that. And yes, there is high value in Game Pass. There is game. Va there is value in having EA play within Game Pass. There is value in backwards compatibility. There's value in all those things, but it seems like it's like bait and switch. They're baiting consumers with all this. At the same time, they're taking away options on the back end. And folks are just, they're, 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 I believe they're falling for it. It's, it's, it's very good what Microsoft is doing as far as the value, as far as the, the game pass and all that type of stuff. Uh, I think just to go to the actual hardware itself, the, the Series S, no, uh, -uh. I, I was thinking about that console at first, but they just recently refocused on 1080 60 frames per second gaming when initially they were aiming for 1440p 120 frames per second. So not saying they're not able to get 120 frames per second, but obviously it's the console in question that people are saying is holding back the next gen consoles, whether it's PlayStation or Microsoft. So I think they need to they need to cut that console loose. Honestly, they need to cancel that. I I I have been watching to see what they've been doing with the Series S. Series S, I I. Me personally, I'd rather get the X, and um, it's just to me, I find it amazing because the type of gamer I am, I think the X right now is perfect. I I've been on record to say when these consoles first came out, I said that the Series X is probably going to be the one I get before the PS5. And there's no shade against the PS5. It's just I see what Microsoft is doing, and I see the value behind getting a five hundred dollar console for what they're bringing. This is one of the situations where backwards compatibility is a very convenient and a very enjoyable tool to have because even though that the PS5 is backwards compatible with the PS4, a lot of people who um, a lot of people who have a PS5 kind of don't see the big value in the backwards compatibility of only the PS4 because with Microsoft, what they've done, they've done backwards compatibility with the Xbox One and the 360 for the most part. Like, I don't think all the 360 games obviously don't work, but a good, I think you're up to almost three, maybe 400 games on the 360 that, that's actually, um that can actually work on a mm. Series X. That's phenomenal. Then I think you still get some of the original Xbox games to play on there. I think a lot of people who have a Series S, I mean, X, not the S, because the S is um is digital. Anyone who has the 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 more superior version of the Xbox series is basically getting their money's worth based on what some of these Xbox One games couldn't do performance wise. Some of the the new next gen games that are out now, and you're also seeing some of the 360 games 
and even some of the original Xbox games are actually rendered up to 4K. So you can play like a Panzer Dragoon or to at 4K without an emulator. You can go play um, the game I was talking about, one of my pickups, Dante's Inferno. You could play that at 4K, Ninja Gaiden 2. A lot of these games that people have played or may not have played or they haven't played at high fidelity, high fidelity like this, they're getting the chance to experience in between the time of now and hopefully when the newer games start rolling out on the next generation. Me personally, I think I, I think I said this earlier, I may get a Series X sooner than later, but if I have, I mean, that's if I have to choose between the two, right now, I'm just going to get what, either one that's actually readily available right now. If both, if I find one before the other, obviously I'm going to get one before them, but if I had the chance to choose, I would get an Xbox before I would get, um, before I get the PS5 right now. And I know a lot of people, people <clears throat> want to ask, well, you got a PC, why would you do that? I have a lot of games behind me on my 360 that's not on the PC um, version of Game Pass. Like, uh-huh. you know, um, like for instance, I don't think Dante's Inferno is on the Xbox um, Windows Store on PC. Or if I wanted to play, um, I think they took down what you call it. Uh, what is that game they took down? I don't want to say Sunset Overdrive because that's on there. I think Hydro Thunder is another one that I would like to play. Uh, oh, man, there's so many other ones that they took off the store on the PC side. It's still on the console side. But, you know, like I think like every four or three or four months, they take games down that's mm-hmm. on the um, the PC side. Because, um, like I said, I don't even think. Let me look. I can look right now. But uh, I think that's one of the reasons why we'll probably end up getting one. Uh, eventually, so that that's pretty much my spill on that. But um, Microsoft has a um, Microsoft are looking pretty good right now with this Bethesda thing and everything. They're looking really good. So I, all the Bethesda stuff is on PC as well. I'm looking at it right now. That's pretty. See, neat. the the onus for that Microsoft deal with Bethesda is on Bethesda because, like I said earlier, they haven't really produced the game that has people interested in checking them out. Um, if anything, they hear about Bethesda. That's why, you know, Hardy likes to call them Bug Bethesda. Bug <laughs> and that's what they're known for. That's what their reputation is. They have a few games that people like to play, but right now, it's like recent trend has them trending downward. Um, hopefully, with more money be, uh, backing them with uh, Microsoft, they can produce better games, but again, it's about resource allocations uh, per studios under Bethesda. Because remember, you have Bethesda, but then you also have Bethesda sub studios. I think that that they also. Uh, if, if you're a first party studio, there's no reason why your games come out buggy at this point. Maybe, maybe the next few games that come out because you've probably been working on them, but like games that are like supposed to be built from the ground up on the Xbox Dev Kit, the ones that are supposed to be like strictly exclusive for the Xbox, um, that coming up down the road. There's no excuses to have like significant bugs like they had before. There's no, I mean, that's it's you almost it's almost like any other first party title. Most of those games come out with very good quality, but but uh, Bethesda should not be um shouldn't be no exception to the rule in my opinion. Well, at the same time, there are other. I'm like, 
no game. Okay, I know this is a tired cliche, but no game comes out perfect. But right. Microsoft also has had first party games under their, I mean, first party studios under their wings that have come out buggy. State of Decay 2, even though that's a, it's a great game, came out buggy. Uh, what was it? Crackdown 3. Oh my God. Um, right. Yeah. So like, that, that, when that game came out, the only way you could really play it was on PC at one point. Right. So. And you look at Sony, you look at their first-party games, and yeah, they some of them do come out buggy, but I, I think the one think that Sony... re- the one that stuck out to me was Days Gone, that because they they it came out buggy, and they took away shit that was supposed to be in the game. That was the one big strike against Sony. I think that and part. MLB the Show, those two games, they came out really bad. Like the last part, last yeah, few MLB the shows. MLB the show. Yeah, that that th- those are the two first party games that just came out really bad. Now, and I and I and I know, and I don't want to really. Um, I don't think this one is fair, but um, the Nathan Th- Drake collection had a few of bugs when it first came out too. When I went back mm-hmm. to play those, those uh, those uh, I think it was the first one, Uncharted One, when they re- remastered it and put it on PS4, that one came out with a handful of bugs as well. Uh, I think I it's been fixed with a patch, but. I can understand. Oh, I can understand that because I remember in developing games that were on a previous gen to bring them to the next. You gotta gen, code them before the work, yeah, right? Yeah. What was it? I know either Clint or Rex has said this about Madden when they were going between generations, console generations, that the physics of the ball was different if you kept the coding the same on the previous generation into the next generation. So they had to code it differently, the physics, because they said they was kicking, they would kick the ball. Um, with the previous gen uh, coding on the next gen, the ball would just fly right out. Like, like <laughs> there was no gravity. So, yeah. But, but but you know the answer to that, though, is right. Yeah. They, they, they just should have made another game from the ground up on the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just made another game from the ground up. I mean, hell, y'all did it with the 360 from the uh-huh. PS2 era, which was, you know, that, that could be classified as a mistake. But, you know, that's another story for another day. But... When it came to the PS4, I mean, I mean, really, y'all, y'all, they, they really should have just made another engine for this game. They really should have. Yeah, the the main thing is is that they right now there are certain things like they can't even and have not put any effort into explaining certain ratings, explaining certain sliders. I don't, like, I don't think they can. Like just that one bit about the ball carrier vision, how like it take it more than likely takes care of the quarterbacks running into <laughs> their own linemen is the logic is out yeah. the window. So it's just like, and and then some other stuff, like obviously building the game from the ground up, you look at the fact that my biggest pet peeve presentation wise, that all the players are the same height in these goddamn cutscenes. Like, <laughs> come on. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and to tell you the truth, 2K is kind of guilty of it too. Cause some of their pregames, I noticed I catch this shit. Uh, some of their pregames got players. Yeah, Giannis and yeah, another person side by side. They're the same height. Like, no, that Middleton's shorter. Uh, that's not supposed to be. But yeah, and they had with this with this next generation of consoles with the next games after their two to three year window, which they should fix all that, but they're not, unfortunately. 
They say in the next few days, the Xbox Series X is going to be in stock at Best Buy, Amazon, GameStop, Walmart, and Microsoft. That's nice. That was I'm put a- up. That was put up at uh, three o'clock today. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm still. I'm waiting on the PS5 Digital. I know that's like the unicorn, but <laughs> I, my patience. I mean, I. I, I would be honest. Either one that comes. I, I mean, this is just me because I mean I collect consoles, so it's not a big deal to me. But either one that comes up available and I can get it like. At that moment, I have the money. I'm getting it, so um, I I do want a PS5. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling. I really want one, but um, I I already said I was on record to say I would get an Xbox um One X. I mean Series X if if available. I prefer that one first, but if the PS5 comes up, I'll get it. But um, we'll we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. And then we're going to stop it short. We got another 20 minutes, but I don't have anything else. DJ, you got anything? You want to talk about or anybody to chat got anything they want to talk about? Yeah, because if not, any, we can uh, yeah, because anybody has any questions that would be like any more questions. So I know there have been certain questions that popped up, but just like we always say, there's always QA when we play or when we go. Young Noble say he's going to get him an Atari, he laughed. Do it, man. Yeah, I, all seriousness though, I did say I want to get an Atari 2600 just as a prop in this room. Just to have like an old school um, console, just to have it, because I I love the wood, the old wood grain, twenty six hundred Atari. I, I was I was always big a fan of it. Didn't they say they were trying to do a next gen version of the Atari? Yeah, and- nobody wants that trash. That Atari VCS, <laughs> nobody wants that trash. <laughs> no, I don't want that. I want this right here. Let me see if I can pull it up. I'm gonna show play, it to you guys. Play Dig Dug in next gen. 4K, 120 frames. You probably played at 4,000 frames per second for all I know. Right. Let me see. This, I'm going to show you. This is what I want right here. Play and I just have it just sitting in the background. This this, I, I, this, all I want. I, I mean, this this old school thing right here. I would love to get one and just, just let it. I wouldn't play it. It would just be a prop in, in the background right here. Just because I, I love these consoles. I, I love to get one. Imagine playing uh, Madden on that. <laughs> hey, it, it probably get the same amount of gameplay. Yeah, you never know. One button. Yeah, Noble says he want to get the duck hunt game with the gun and shoot the damn ducks. <laughs> well, I would hope you are shooting the damn ducks. I hope you're not some sicko shooting a dog for fun. Yeah, I remember when there was something. There was a way that people said they want to shoot the dog because dog used to laugh at him because he missed the ducks. Right. Clowns. Well, he, he just wasn't skilled enough. Right. I'm like, it's a big old hitbox. You mean to tell me you can't hit that big old hitbox of the ducks? It wasn't very sophisticated back then. All you had to do is get close. Yeah, nobody has anything. Uh, see, nobody's talking. But I do appreciate the uh, feedback in the uh, chat. I mean, we had a pretty good... Uh... Oh, I got a question for the chat. Who got thrown off by Daylight Savings Time? I just, you know, anybody that, like, woke up and they still feel like it's because I know right now on East East Coast it's approaching ten o'clock, where it feels like it's approaching nine o'clock. Like feeling wise, my son caught it. He goes to sleep earlier now. Y'all notice I haven't seen him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 like, they like saving time is like like really throwing him off, throwing him off. Uh, people on um, YouTube, you're probably wondering why I put yeah because I put LOL. You're probably wondering why uh, because Noble put this. About the dog, so that's why I put LOL on. He's he on the have, Twitch side. He must have missed a lot of ducks. 
Yeah, he had to. He, he probably got like three out of the out of the out of the twelve you can shoot. Yeah, he probably familiar with the game over song. Do 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 do. Right, right. But yeah, um, like, yeah. If anybody, it, it it got my son really bad. He does not. I mean, he's been knocked out for the past few days. He right. he goes to bed. He, we give him a shower, or I mean, we give him a bath. I gave him a bath before I get did the podcast. He doesn't even come in here to check on me. He is gone. This daylight saving time is kicking his butt. Mm. So I guess that's a good thing for him, you know. But um, it's all good. He's good. I know he usually makes a cameo appearance, like damn near every stream. But ever since daylight savings time, he's he's been out like a light. So Noble um, talking about he needed more shots. Why don't you just put the gun to the TV screen? No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you couldn't do that. I hate it when people do that. It's just good. It's, it's classified as God damn, I keep missing. <laughs> well, that's what you do in real life. You miss somebody in real life. You get a little closer. Right, right. Well, I think that's it, man. I think we're going to slide out of here, man. I think everybody who's been here, good viewership on both platforms. And uh, it's it's all good. I think everything is, is been great. Yeah, I'm going to put that on the screen. Um, like I said, we really appreciate it. I don't know. I'll probably be back tomorrow streaming. Depends on how I feel when I get off work. It's um, It's kind of been a drag. Look at this here. I just nah. you, I thought you were asleep, boy. Like, I, I thought was, you were sleeping. But I felt through the force that you were missing me, so I showed I up. thought you were sleeping, and you got a ball in your hand. What you going to do with that ball? Dunking on every it? Detroit piston that he sees. <laughs> so I thought you were asleep. What are you doing? You going to say hey to everybody? You going to wave to everybody? Detroit Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> I just called you up. I thought you were asleep, boy, because daylight saving time has been beating you up. Yeah, and he, what are you doing here? It actually looks like he's in a better mood. Got him. All happy. Yeah, yeah he, he's doing all right. He's doing good. You ready to go to bed? Because daddy about to close out the podcast. He's getting Just like I just too. woke up. <laughs> no, nah, but um, I don't have anything else, man. DJ, you got anything before we go? I don't have anything else. I, and just to let you guys know, bye. Just, yeah, all right, yeah, bye bye. Yeah, no. Nah, um, every time, every time he gets a controller, he says, "All right," like he's playing. Right. <laughs> and, and and again, just to let everybody know, I I'm not streaming tomorrow nor next week. It's the, my two weeks that I've worked in on my Twitch channel. But just to let you guys know, at my website, I've updated it. No, I haven't written anything lately, but I have updated it. So you go to DJ81.org, you will now see that my YouTube playlist of, of what the fuck just happened appears on the page. So now you have access to my YouTube playlist for what the fuck just happened, seasons one and two, because season three will debut March 31st. So there you go. And you can also find me on Twitter, DJ81. That's where you can find me. Uh, some of you like to harass me. No, you guys haven't done that yet. But um, other than that, another good show. Talked about NFL free agency. And did this picture freeze? Yeah, it did. I just noticed it. Somebody cut his internet. Man, that is crazy. Yeah, if I'm not in jail. Yeah, that was a thing. I was in jail for about seeing it. He dropped out. He's probably going to come back in in a few seconds. But yeah, I was in Twitter jail for what twelve hours that day. 
you know, all because I called, uh, what's his name? Uh, a hand. I'm not going to say the whole thing because I'm not trying to get VF's uh, channel stricken, especially since we're multi-streaming from Twitch and YouTube. And eventually, according to what he said earlier, we're going to be triple streaming Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. So, yeah, other than that, VF, you're back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank God, thank God for SSDs, right? Hey, hey, let me show you. I'm gonna show you the power of SSD. Let me tell you what my son did. My son put his foot on the power of my uh, of my PC. Oh. PC went off. It just oh. straight. It just it straight shut down my PC. Mm. But I'm back because of the power of an SSD. As he hits mute on his. <laughs> This is hilarious. First, the power goes out, and now the mute button is in effect. I'm not doing this. I have no control over this. I know I once kicked them off my show, but oh, man, this is pretty hilarious. So all the bad things are ha- in life are happening to VF and only VF, and he's back. There you go. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, like right then, like my mic just went off. I don't know what it is. It, it's weird, probably because it was resetting itself. But yeah, um, that's how fast I was able to get back into the uh, on my computer because of the um, my SSD. SSD. Yeah, it literally pretty much um, it pretty much uh, came back on. My son put his foot on the power, and that's what happened. Once he put his foot on the power button, it went off. I didn't even know because he was sitting on my lap. Mm. And it just, you know, went out. But I'm here. Uh, let me uh, do this outro. Um, like I said, I'll probably be back on tomorrow. Depends on what time I get out of work. I'll uh, probably be streaming some sports title. I plan on doing probably Madden or NHL, one of the two. Um, it just depends on how I feel when I get off. Um, but if I do NHL, I'd rather do NHL on the weekend because it's easier for me to um, – it's easier for me to actually go through the motions and start off a franchise or whatever, or just play with um, certain settings instead of just playing throughout the just a, a couple of hours. Madden already got it set up on my franchise, so I'll probably do it that way. Just play. Um, uh, I'll probably just play straight through uh, my third or fourth week preseason. I can't remember. I think I'm a week four in the preseason year number two. So pretty much that's gonna be it. Um, I think DJ already said it about looking over there on the Facebook side of things. Um, I'm over there on Facebook. That's always a, a plus. Um, going to expand some more things for the, as far as content. I'm always going to be here on Twitch and YouTube. And um, I'm glad that everybody is enjoying the return to YouTube because a lot of people was not really satisfied with the quality of Twitch. It's been really acting up on for people, but Still getting pretty decent numbers over there, so that's a good thing. I'm I'm really thankful for uh really thankful for all you guys are watching over here. So I really appreciate it. So I think that's pretty much gonna be it. Um, I don't have anything else. So uh, I guess um we'll just see you guys. I'll see you probably tomorrow. Definitely, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Uh, Could have been a better outro, but hey, you know how it is. My son, man, I thought he was sleepy. Comes in and disrupt everything, right? Hey, sometimes the organic outros are the best outros. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, I'm going to get up out of here. You guys be safe. You guys be blessed. And you guys take it easy. And um, 
We'll see you guys next time. Check out all the stuff in the description, and uh, we'll see you guys then. All right, guys. Peace. Peace and go Caps. Fuck out of here, Islanders. Out of here.